Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello and welcome everyone to this brand new episode of Christine Means Business. And I'm here to cater you with tangible business tips, all kinds that will rock your world and help you to grow and to be, get one step further in either creating your business or building your business or scaling your business or pivoting your business or completely burning everything down and starting from scratch. Like wherever you are, we're going to help you as much as we can. And as you know, uh, one brain is great, but I do love to have guests on the show so that we can have double the brain power. So today I have the other half, not the second half, because I don't know who's the first and who's the second, but let's say the other half of Next Level University. Head back to the blog, christinewinsbusiness.com forward slash blog and look for Kevin Palmieri's episode because he is the other part of the Next Level University. And so today I have Alan Lazarus who's going to help us and who's going to share his wisdom with us. So I'm quickly going to introduce you to him. He's the founder and host as well of Next Level University, a global top 100 self-improvement podcast with more than 850 episodes. Those are a lot, reaching over half a million people in more than 100 countries. He believes in heart-driven but no BS approaching approaches to inspiring, motivating, and educating others on what it really takes to get to the next level. And we're going to really talk about what that even means. It is his mission to help others maximize their potential and design lives and businesses they love on their own term. Alan, it is wonderful to have you here. Welcome. Thank you so much. What an awesome, awesome intro. Uh, well. <laughs> it's wild. We, we were not always as successful as we are now. So it's, I was just thinking about it on my way up to my office. I'm like, I remember when we had four listens a day, you know, it, and it's, I mean, it's just wild what, what's come of it. You have been hustling though. I mean, I remember Kevin told me you are releasing one episode a day this year. And I was yep. like, that's my version of a nightmare. So I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, I'll know. But for you guys, it it is obviously panning out. I mean, we're only February. I think I interviewed him probably beginning of January. Like it was just starting out. Are you already seeing something happening? Oh yeah, big time. So interesting. So let's dive right into it. Like you are obviously, let's first introduce you a little bit from your point of view. So it's not the regular job description, right? Of someone who's like, okay, I am the co-founder of something called Lex Next Level University and I do podcasts. I mean, people will think that is just weird. Like, why didn't you just tell me lawyer, doctor or teacher? And I know what to do with that. So mm -hmm. how come that you've ended up with this 
fantastic for me, but out of the norm job description. I really appreciate the question. So I'm going to try to give you the shortest version, but it's not easy to condense 33 years into <laughs> a short 30 minute interview. So, so I'm going to start small here and build. So one thing I want to say up front too, is one, I'm working on being very direct in my communication. You mentioned in my bio, no BS approach, heart driven, but no BS. So I'm going to, you know, business is hard. Entrepreneurship is hard. It's been nothing short of brutal. An episode a day, it sounds really cool and it is really cool, but it's unreasonably difficult. And I, we're I, not, I, yeah, <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause anytime we tell a podcaster, that we do an episode a day and they listen to the show, they know that it's not like repurposed and it's not two minute episodes. It's real tangible episodes that we prep for. They're always blown away. Um, and I understand why, because it's really, really challenging, but a little bit about me, how I ended up with this job description. So I started out with a really rough start in life. So my father passed away when I was two years old, he was 28. I'll give you the very short version. Got the best lesson. I So I had a stepdad from age three to 14. My stepdad left at 14 and that's a whole nother story. But I remember I was seven years old. My mom sat me down. She said, Alan, life is about choices. Aim high and you'll have choices. She said, you can be a CEO or you can be a farmer. I'm going to love you either way. Mm -hmm. But if you aim high, you can wake up one day and decide to be a farmer. It doesn't necessarily work the other way around. So she taught me to work on academics. Yeah. She said, Alan, I'm going to take a chance on you. In eighth grade, she said, you can take eighth grade off. Just go have fun. Up to this point, I was a straight A student. A couple Bs, maybe. And then if you look at eighth grade, I had Cs and Ds and a couple Bs, no As. She said, but you have to promise me you'll get the President's Award in high school. So the President's Award in high school at the time was straight A's. It was 95 or above GPA for every report card all through high school. So four report cards per year, four years, 16 report cards straight. I got a 95 or above. And so I got straight A's. I got 189 in honors English. Never forget it. Uh, never took honors English again after that, by the way. But anyways, <laughs> so big math guy, went to an engineering school, one of the top tech schools in the world. And I got my um, bachelor's in electrical and computer engineering, went into corporate, went back, realized I love people, want to go into business, got my MBA, went back into corporate, tons of job hopping, uh, Sensata Technologies, iRobot, Oz Development, Tyco Safety Products. I ended up eventually landing at a company called Cognex. I also lived in LA for a time. Again, condensing this really short here. I am doing inside sales. I started an inside sales engineering team at Cognex and then eventually got promoted to outside sales. And when I was 26 years old at this point, I was making well over six figures, nearly $200,000 per year. I had paid off all my school debt. I had a pretty solid financial portfolio, including some stock in Cognex, which was the company I was working for, doing really, really well financially. And I achieved, I achieved everything that I thought would make me fulfilled. I, I achieved everything that I thought I was supposed to achieve. I had the beautiful girlfriend, more money than I could possibly spend, low expenses, young, tons of high school friends, college friends, corporate friends. I mean, um, I was living the dream, quote unquote, but, and I'm sure as a personal development speaker and podcaster and coach, you understand this is the, this is those things are shiny and they're awesome. And they're, they're, I don't want to take any merit away from those things because there's some truth to the fact that being successful and being financially free and, you know, achieving things is good. It's just not the whole equation. And so I'm 26 years old. I'm up in New Hampshire, my little cousin, and I end up getting in this really bad car accident. And that's kind of a whole story in and of itself. But I was supposed to turn right. I didn't end up yielding because the snowbanks were covering the signs. 
and I end up on the wrong side of the road and there's this big lift kitted truck. I actually thought it was a Mack truck at the time. And it ended up luckily being a pickup truck that was lift kitted, not a Mack truck. So we did survive because I was driving a 2004 Volkswagen Passat, which is, I used to call it the tank. It was like a steel <laughs> trap, uh, German engineered car. I bought it for like five grand because I was trying to pay off all my debt and save all my money. I was big into finance, still mm-hmm. am. And so keep expenses low, right? No depreciating assets. But the car saved my life in hindsight because it was such a uh, well-engineered, really heavy tank of a car. (laughs) I've seen the pictures of my dad's car. And so normally in my speeches, I'll show the two pictures of my car, my dad's car, because this physically I was okay. And my cousin was okay, fortunately, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I was so messed up. Mm -hmm. I was so, I was contemplating my life and I was contemplating who I became and I was contemplating the choices I made and the path I took and engineering and automation and the job and the everything. And so I, I now live by this quote and I wear this uh, true North around my neck. It's a North star. And I say, you can't see the stars during the day. They're always mm-hmm. there, but sometimes it takes the darkness to see clearly that which you simply could not within the light. And so I saw two stars when I was in the dark. So when you're, whether you're in emotional pain or mental pain or spiritual pain or physically physical pain, when you're in pain, you tend to contemplate. Yeah. And so I contemplated my life. I was in all this regret and all that. I found two stars I'd never seen before. The first one is Tony Robbins, Ted talk. And regardless of what you think of Tony best Ted talk of all time, in my Mm -hmm. opinion, so good second. And more importantly, a book, um, by an author by the name of Bronnie Ware. She's from Australia. She wrote a book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. So what a quote unquote coincidence. I nearly die in a car accident. And then I find this book that was always there, but I never noticed it before. I, to this day, I've actually since interviewed Bronnie, which was really cool. Uh, This was like four years later. But to this day, I have a flashcard in my pocket right now with all five regrets. And the number one regret of the dying is I wish I had lived a life true to myself Mm. and not what others expected of me. And so Hopefully we'll talk about a lot of awesome business stuff here. But after that, that's when I went all in. I mean, all in on personal development. For me, personal development was like the solution. To me, there's two forms of human suffering. Uh, The root cause of all human suffering, I think, on some level comes down to two things. Ignorance and apathy. Either people don't know any better, like putting leeches on you to heal an illness, right? Fair enough. Or the world is still flat. Or people don't care enough. Or some combination of both. Even both, yeah. And so I started a little company called Alan Lazarus LLC and then eventually created a podcast called Conversations Change Lives. I partnered up with Kevin, which was the Hyperconscious Podcast. And then 400 episodes in, we rebranded to Next Level University. And now we are self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere on the planet, completely free. You brush your teeth every day. You can improve every day. And so that's how I transitioned into this role now of coaching and now we're actually heard in 120 countries and we have a top 100 show and we have a half a million listens and it's wild and it's awesome. We have a 14 person virtual team and I coach 20 plus clients now and entire companies now. And it's awesome. It's awesome. But at the end of the day, it started small with, I'm going to go all in on my own self-improvement. I'm going to maximize the contribution I give to this world. I'm going to maximize my own unique potential and help others do the same. And to this day, to this moment, that's what I'm doing even right now. So that's Mm -hmm. my calling. And 
um, yeah, so that's the shortest version I can give you. <laughs> Wonderful. No, I think this has been really exciting for people to know. And it's, I think there's often like an aha moment or some kind of moment, like often it's suffering. Sometimes it's just like, for me, it was a well-written sales page, right? So it's like, really, and I only realized that a few months ago, actually. Um, but, you know, we all have our different catalysts. Here's a question for you. Now, we're going to talk about business in a bit because I'm really intrigued by your, you know, the thing that you're doing, you know, all your podcasts and seeing how it's growing. But as someone who is so aware of personal development, of, you know, self-care, self-prioritization, all of that jazz, how do you protect yourself from not slipping into a pattern of overwork again, because you have this awesome goal serving others, of course, where are you in the picture? How do you make sure, okay, this is a lot of work. It's a lot of hustle. It can be brutal. As someone who's very experienced and working with clients probably in the same way, obviously this is something that you chose that you enjoy doing. How do you protect yourself from it not becoming a business monster, so to say? It's always what I tell my clients. You can create a business that you love that is growing and it's great, or it's going to be a business monster, which is very successful, but in the end, you don't like it anymore. What can you do or how do, how do you, what are some specific things that you do? So there's so many ways I can go to answer that question, but I think the most practical and tangible for a, a half hour format is this. So I break my days into thirds and this, these boundaries protect me. Mm -hmm. So the first third is for me. Good. I call it my sacred morning. And this morning I woke up, I have this little spot on the couch near the fireplace and I do all of my work before I touch my phone, before I touch my email. So my first third is for me. I pour into my own personal development. I do my own stretching. I do my own mobility. I do my own meditation. I do my own work, deep work. Second third is for service. Mm -hmm. So from 10 a.m., which is when this started, by the way, <laughs> to 7 p.m., I have those times allocated for coaching, consulting, speaking, and podcasting. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that's all I do. Even within my own company, I'm the coach for the company's CEO leader, and I don't do much else other than that. And yeah. that's another thing that I'll tell everyone. If you don't want to make a business monster, make sure that you don't end up doing everything yourself. Yeah. And of course, in the beginning, you kind of have to do that. I did too. Fair enough. But eventually, you got to hire a team and, and really um, delegate and automate and, and all I that. Agree. So first third is for me. Second third is for service. So 7 p.m. hits and I'm done. Yeah. Now I wrap up some emails or I wrap up sending my clients homework assignments or books or whatever. I immediately go downstairs. The third third is for what I call the three Fs, fitness, food, and family. Right. So fitness first, by the way. So the moment 7 p.m. hits, I'm immediately transitioning into gym mode. Now I'm a firm believer in you are the amalgamation of what you do every day. And so I do work out every single day. Um, I also work every single day, including Sunday as well. So I'm, I'm very weird in that, but I do believe that human beings are naturally habit creatures and I've seen it time and time again, we do something called peak performance tracking and whether it's our 14 person team or group coaching or all my other business clients, everyone says like, oh yeah, I'll work out two days a week. No, you won't. No, you won't. Right. Unless it's a specific Monday and Thursday thing. It has to be either. <laughs> It has to be a run rate. That's what I say. It has to be a daily. It has to be weekly. It has to be biweekly. It has to be monthly, quarterly. It has to be annually. Something. It has to be some sort of a system that just inherently you run. So for example, fitness, food, and family, I, I stop what I'm doing. I transition into gym mode. I go to the gym with my girlfriend typically. 
then we do steady state cardio, half an hour weights. So I'm not doing three hour workouts a day, mm-hmm. right? Half an hour weight training, come home, eat food, food with my girlfriend. And then family is my girlfriend and Tucker and Tucker's our little dog. Uh, so I guess specify that we don't have any children yet, but <laughs> that's my rest and relaxation that then resets for the next day. And then I, that is my day pretty much every day aside from travel. But even when we travel, we make sure we have good Wi-Fi. We run a virtual global business and I make sure that those thirds are all taken care of. Somehow, yes, keeping on rolling. Yeah. And even when we spend time with extended family and stuff like that, I still consider that the service side. And so that's how I've protected myself. And and I was not always good at this. I want to be transparent. As a matter of fact, I was terrible at this. (laughs) I used to think that I could achieve all my goals and dreams and my mission and and sort of be everybody's best friend for lack of better phrasing. And, and, and it's simply incorrect. It's inaccurate. Um, a little quote that I say is there's a reason none of us can get a hold of Jay Shetty right now. It's not because Jay Shetty doesn't love people and doesn't want to help people. It's because Jay Shetty would burn to the ground if anyone could get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. And so you have to protect your consciousness. And so that's how I've stayed sane is I have these, these boundaries set up so that my most important work, my life's work is getting done consistently. And that's the work that's most fulfilling to me. And that I don't serve at the expense of self, but actually from an abundant sort of cup. Of course. I think that's the most important thing. It's so interesting to me. This is fascinating to listen because I think a lot of people listening will resonate with that. And especially because I'm very honest, it's absolutely different from what I do. (laughs) It's like, it's super structured and linear, which I think is the perfect fit for probably 80% of the population. You know, I'm someone who's very flowy. I go very, very, I'm a generator by human design. I'm very going with my gut feeling like, and as this year is actually not planned at all. It's the first time where I literally just go with my spirits of energy, which are all never in the morning. I can tell you that though, that is never happening. (laughs) So I'm the same there. But it's so interesting, and which I, which is why I love this podcast because you know everyone has their lighthouse, you know, that's shining the light that is perfect for them, you know. So this mm-hmm. is really why it's so important to me to have you guys out there listening to all of these different techniques, you know, because someone might be I like this part, I like the more structured part. So I totally understand, and it's really important to me to share these things because I see, just as you probably as well with your clients, that especially when you are in an online business, there's just so much noise. There are so many opportunity. There is, there is such a huge amount of great copy convincing you that you need this and this and this and this. It's very difficult sometimes to shut out that noise, to really be filtering and to really check in with yourself. Where am I? Which is why it was so important to me to, to show and to really Thank you for sharing as well that you can have an ambitious project, but always, always, always make sure to protect yourself in that endeavor. So now we know what your day looks like. Tell me more about your project. Let's go into the, we are on a podcast. People are always interested in success formulas or in in kind of things that work and don't work. And in internet land, I mean, everything is different within a year, it's eons of times. But right now you are in this experiment. It's been running for two months. Tell us a little bit what has happened since you've started these daily episodes. So uh, we've been doing daily episodes. I don't know if Kevin miscommunicated that. We've been doing daily episodes for probably almost a year now. So we've been doing it for, I think, like 
well over 300 days in a row. Oh, I thought you've just started. Like this was the first year where you would be doing 365. So this is the first, 2022 will be the first full year, calendar year, where we do a daily episode. Right. But we've been, we started in early 2021. So doing we're doing every day, daily. Straight. Like from the beginning, yeah. you were serving daily. Oh, no, 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 no. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring you through. So uh, we started with one episode a week. Okay. And then we jumped to two and then three and then four and then we jumped to five and then we jumped from five to seven what was and the reason to you know to 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 do more like why what why did you have that i don't know urge or feeling or gut feeling what or statistics i don't know analytics what made you decide more we need to, i want to i don't want to say need that's always a place of desperation that's not what it was we feel that we have to do this why um so I told you I'd be very direct in, in our, so we want to have the most successful holistic self-improvement podcast in history. Um, we're, we're, <laughs> I, I, we're not a podcast really. We, we have 24 layers to our business model and the podcast is the front facing part of it and the mm-hmm. biggest part of it mm-hmm. right now, but we're also have a software company. We have an app mm-hmm. and the reason why is because we wanted to be, we, we live by a philosophy of 1% improvement per day. Got it. If you can get 1% better every day for a full year, you're 37 times better at the end of that year. And if you keep doing that for another year, you're 37 times better than that. And so you brush your teeth every day. You can improve every day. You can listen to an episode a day. And so our episodes are anywhere from 10 to 25 minutes. The longest we do is a, a guest interview with 30 minutes. We do one guest a week. The reason why we did that is because, so Kevin and I are not of the camp at all of achieve more and do less. We're, we're, we really are playing for maximizing our potential and our greatest level of contribution. I mean, I've got Steve Jobs in my background right now. So yeah, yeah we're playing to, you know, we want to be the Apple of podcasting, but not just podcasting, but of the self-improvement industry. So um, I guess the why underneath that is we, we intend to change the world. We intend to, our, our mission that we'll never achieve, it's an infinite game, is bringing personal development to the masses. And it's unfortunate that we live in a world where a show like The Bachelorette gets more views than, than personal development. And, and I, I want to change that in the world. And, and I know that that's going to be challenging, um, but we're doing a really good job. And, and this is only the very, very, very start. So. Wonderful. I'm excited about this. So... Tell me a little bit about what happened. So you decided to up the ampy. You had your gig once a week. You decided, okay, we weren't going to take over. So it might be a good idea to do more episodes, having more content out there. What happened behind the scenes? How did you know that you were on the right track? How did we know we were on the right track? Data. What so happened? everything we do, so I'm an engineer. And so exactly, I'm big. totally I mean, I not, could, which is why yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to, I'm shamelessly picking your brain here. Like, <laughs> No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Even when you said the flow thing for me, I think there's masculine and feminine. I think it's beautiful. And I think everything's yin and yang. I agree. I think that we all are righty or lefty. And there's, there's science behind this in terms of the left and right totally. hemisphere of the brain. So I'm not talking about male versus female. I'm talking masculine and feminine energy. Yes. And so the feminine energy is more creative and intuitive and in the flow. The masculine energy is much more structured and, and 
um, exactly. set up more for systems. Which was why so, I have, when I have someone like you on the microphone, I'm like, okay, tell me, because my brain would never figure this out itself or even be interested in it. But when I'm talking <laughs> to someone, I'm like, tell me more. So. <laughs> I think that what I would say is, is try to flow within the structure. Mm-hmm. So for example, for your podcast, like if you don't have uh, a certain run rate, a certain runway, your plane probably won't get lift. And so there, we, we, um, we coach 18. So we produce, we have a podcast production agency. Mm-hmm. It's called next level podcast solutions. And we, so there's 18 self-improvement podcasts that we produce their show. And so the, the, the clients who aren't consistent just don't have a runway. They don't have like a one episode a week or a two episodes a week, or you just have to have, I think people run away from structure, but structure is a beautiful thing. Totally. I think it's about figuring out what works for you, right? Like starting you, I mean, you started with one a week. You didn't go all in straight away. Mine is (laughs) bi-weekly, which works super well because I batch and then I just let things running. So, I mean, how did you figure out for you to come back to the original question is, okay, so we're going to try this and it's actually working because I don't want people to necessarily think, it might be true, I might be wrong, that doing more, as you said, because you don't have that belief, doing more immediately equals into more success. There have obviously been some elements to this that made it successful, obviously your content, but it's not just that you made more. I mean, you know, how, what else did you do? Or how else did you see this is not just us frantically producing content? Yeah. I, I, I live by a theory of when something is effective and fulfilling double down on it life Mm -hmm. is i i use the scientific method and everything so i'm engineer scientist all that and so it's okay here's my hypothesis i think we'll be more successful if we do two episodes a week instead of one let's test that hypothesis and Mm -hmm. try it and see if it works and so i can tell you the exact amount of listens we have right now i can tell you the exact amount of money we made yesterday and so i didn't realize this until recently and and my girlfriend and kevin have helped me understand this they're like Alan, not everyone knows every number, right? Oh, so for yeah. me, I see equations. I see the whole world in equations. And <laughs> I was the obnoxious guy who who didn't go to calculus class and got straight A's, <laughs> right? Didn't yeah, have to can't try. relate to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no worries. So um, everything, what did we do to be successful? So we have 24 layers of our business model and we check in on them every week. So we, our team huddles on Wednesday and we have a 14-person virtual team and everyone leads their own department. Um, and my job is to make sure that the entire, we all have one KPI. So one thing that mm-hmm. we measure that is most important to the success. So each department head has one thing. So Kevin, so one of the departments is the podcast. So I'll give you an example. Kevin's main KPI key performance indicator is listens of the show. So we just surpassed. So our listens right now are 503,050 something right now. And again, there are probably more since we've started this conversation, but That's the one thing where if we measure this, if this is growing, and by the way, the growth rate is daily. So we, we grew by 0.17% yesterday. And so I know those numbers and Kevin sends me a report every single day. And so I open my email and I see the report for finances. He's, he's also the CFO. So he sends me the reports on the finances and the podcast. And so we all are in charge of our, our one, uh, I think of it like this. It's like a garden. Okay. Each person's in charge of, okay. So Amy's in charge of the tomatoes and Kevin's in charge of the cucumbers. And I'm in charge of the entire garden. 
And as a team, we're cultivating the most magnificent garden possible to feed the world. And in this case, the fruit and the food is personal development and value and, and helping people improve the quality of their life, maximize their potential and greatest level of contribution. And so, yeah, it's all by design. And uh, every Wednesday, we check in on every department and we rate from zero to 10 how well we're doing. We're, we, we have to go up or down, never stays the same. And so if we didn't improve in a given week, we go down by 0.1. If we did improve in a given week, we go up by 0.1. And then all of those 24 departments are summated to give me a percentage. And mm -hmm. that's my KPI. So right now I'm at 58.8%. And you never really get to 100%. 100% would be a 10 out of 10 in everything. But the moment we get to 10, we immediately level set it down to nine mm -hmm. because you never actually are done improving. Yeah. And so that's really how we've been successful. And, and to answer your original question about why did we go from one to two, it was really just, how do we improve? How do we add more value? How do we get better? And how do we make the show better? Um, mastery, impact, and profitability is the focus always for us. And it's an infinite game. We're never going to be like, okay, we're good now type of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes sense. Like I'm all about testing, seeing, you know, if something works, obviously do more of it. If it doesn't toss it. And even if it works and you don't like it, toss it as well. <laughs> right? yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it is yep. interesting that upping the frequency has been helpful in your business. Cause I don't think anyone openly says that, you know, like in terms of, well, actually this, try this, if you truly want this to become more successful, try it out. So I think this is really blunt, no BS talk, which I really, really appreciate. So we had so much that we've already talked about, and I'm sure there's so, so, so much more. But for now, we actually, I want to invite all of you guys to check out the website. And you do have a free gift, which is what it takes to get to the next level. And it's a huge URL for Teachable. So what we will do is we will link it in the show notes. So you guys head over to christinemeansbusiness.com forward slash blog. Look for this episode with Anna Lazarus and you will have, first of all, the links to his Instagram account, Facebook, LinkedIn, and as well, the website for the Next Level University. And you have this link to the free gift. Now, what exactly will they stumble upon when they click on that link? So the course, what it really takes to get to the next level is based on the five C's. So clarity, commitment, uh, confidence, community, and consistency. Consistency is the one that I think people struggle with most. Mm. A lot of that has to do with the structure and the systems we were talking about. Mm -hmm. But believe it or not, this is just dipping your toe in. So my girlfriend and I co-created a a personality test. So um, there's Hexaco and there's Myers-Briggs and there's all these other personality yeah. tests. And we created one that we believe is specifically just, it tests you on 33 facets of your personality and they all begin with C. So okay. consciousness, commitment, yeah. uh, contemplation, cognition, comprehension, all these different virtues. And it's a growth rate. So this course starts you small with the five C's that, that Kevin and I have identified matter most, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's a growth rate. And so you know, a redwood grows quicker than a birch tree. And uh, what I would say is this, there's very little difference that anyone can see in the outside world between an Elon Musk at 10 years old and John Smith at 10 years old. But mm -hmm. at 20, there starts to be a difference. At 30, there's a bigger difference. And by 40, it's, it's oceans apart. And so it's really based on the growth rate. And so this will be, I often say that in the personal development industry, we're kind of like kale. We're, we're, um, 
I think the personal development industry is actually broken into two industries. One is the fake personal development industry, which is kind of like feel good and everything's going to work out and positive thinky. It's not just going to work out. Right. And, and it does take hard work and su- sacrifice and suffering. And, uh, and then there's the real personal development industry that tells you the truth, even though it's hard to hear and you don't want to hear it. Mm. And we're definitely on that right side. So, so we start you out small and that's what you're going to get in that course is, and, and that's the thing, it'll be refreshing because I think that in this industry, the wiser part of our nature kind of knows that a lot of it is fluff. But when we, when we get to that tough workout, we don't want to do, we realize, you know, this positive thinky thing isn't really helping me anymore. If I don't do anything else, there's no way that it's going to help. It's I like- know. And <laughs> nobody likes kale. Nobody likes working out. I I have clients all over the world, different backgrounds, different cultures, different businesses, different industries, different genetics. Nobody likes working out. There's nobody. There's I knew it. Exactly. (laughs) Nobody. Honestly, I I have, I have a deep uh, understanding of the behind the scenes of everybody's life. And, and despite what you see on Instagram, I'm telling you right now, you're not the only one who's struggling with this stuff. Exactly. No one uh, tonight. I'm not going to want to go to the gym. I'm still going to go anyway. It's going to suck. I'm still going to do it anyway. I think that there's this misbelief in the world that we're supposed to love every day and we're supposed to love working out and we're supposed to love eating healthy. You're never going to want to eat kale more than a donut. It's not human. It's not real, but you should eat kale anyway, because you know, it's what's best for you. Yeah. And you'll be more fulfilled afterwards. And I think that that's just a more practical approach. So that's what they're going to get at that link is the truth. (laughs) And it's so cool because I work with a lot of health coaches and you know, when I, I have to laugh because I'm the worst and I worked in the health sector for a long time and it's like, I hate working out. I love eating carbs and fat, you know, I'm like, exactly. of course, you're, you're human, 20 pounds, you know, this is not a great combination. Yeah. And it's like, you know, so what is the secret? How do you make me like, I wish I was this person in neon running around at 6am in the morning with some dumbbells. And it's like, fuck that. No. You know? <laughs> and it's yeah, like, it's it, funny when I ask all these coaches, so, you know, how do we sell it? And it's like, you know, that's not the ultimate motivation has to be something different, you know? So it's, it's so interesting and it's fun and it's, yeah, I love all of it. Right. Can I give you one little anecdote before we yes, go? Very quickly. And then we have to, <laughs> yeah. And then we got to jump. People think that life is about the journey and, and, and I, I understand why they believe that, but it's shallow thinking. And I'll explain why. If I'm going from Boston to Los Angeles, that's a very different journey than if I'm driving 30 minutes South. <laughs> the destination you choose in advance, the destiny, the goal dictates most of the journey. Of course, It dictates it. the fear you're going to face. It dictates the person you're going to become. And so the truth is, if you have one goal of running a five minute mile, which isn't a really high goal, right? Unless you're an Olympic marathon runner, five minute miles, unbelievable. Now, all of a sudden you are around more athletes. You have to work harder. You have to become more. You have to study nutrition. You have to sleep better. Your sex life is better because you're in better shape. Now you're more inspired and motivated. Now you're, you're more fulfilled because you're maximizing your potential. See, that was one goal. See, it's, it's the goals we choose to commit to that the, the lifestyle we want is a byproduct of them. And so the infinite game we're playing is to maximize our potential. But if you don't have goals that help you do that and destinations you choose in advance, you're going to be in trouble. So anyways, just wanted to give that. Absolutely. I love it. And you guys are going to get a lot more of this in this 
I might want to add, again, free course that you can snag. So head over and click those links and get in touch with Alan. Check out their website for all things. I mean, they have 24 layers, as he said. So just go on the website and you will see so many different options to choose from. It's the Next Level Universe is the website. Next Level University is the podcast. So don't confuse those two. Um, so head over to nextleveluniverse.com and you will find everything in one digital hub. Alan, it's been wonderful talking to you. I love picking your brain, going into the analytics because you obviously enjoy it. Whereas I'm like, not my thing. <laughs> but I enjoy watching people, you know, light up when they can crunch their numbers. I think it's beautiful. I outsource that kind of stuff. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for gifting your time. I really, really, really appreciate it for gifting your insights and your brain power. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. You definitely mean business and I Ooh. love it. That was a really <laughs> good conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously. Wonderful. And for you guys, don't forget that if you watch us on YouTube, hey, then to subscribe, like the button, share us with some friends. And then if you listen on any of the podcast form, don't forget to follow the podcast so that you don't miss an episode with lots of goodness. And head over to ChristineMeansBusiness.com, the blog, to listen and watch and read if you want to and to give us a little like. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you in two weeks time. Bye bye for now. All right, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.